Welcome to Service Accommodation Secrets with me, Sally Kemba. This is the podcast where you get the on the ground experience that we're living and breathing with our service accommodation units. So you get to share our hacks and tips, our mistakes, so you can learn from those and thrive on our success. This is my regular live that I'm doing in association with my podcast so it's service accommodation secrets and it's to help new guys setting up the service accommodation starting the business for the first time to help you with tips sort of working on the ground live real time we can help you with all sorts of areas of your service accommodation business and also some of the more experienced guys you'll be able to maybe pick up some nuggets or just share some ideas if you want to comment as well anyone who wants to comment that's great hi julie good to see you and also i will be interviewing people who are already established in service accommodation so that we can uh, all learn as well. I'm always learning so much, like every week, it's bonkers, so it's all good. So today it's all about setting up your service accommodation, whether it's a house or service departments, or you may even have a block of apartments. But if you're just beginning, hopefully you've just got one. We actually started out with three seemed like there was wisdom in that in the way that they are positioned they're literally three in a row right next door to each other so it actually spread our overheads quite well so that was a really happy moment so I realized ah this is actually quite good because although we have a minimum linen order and laundry order it spreads between three apartments so it's actually really worked well so that's good So today I've got seven tips on setting up your service accommodation because it is um, one of those things that can be sort of quite simple sounding on the face of it. But when you're actually in the throes of it, you kind of realise, ooh, nobody told me about this. (laughs) And so we found one of the really key things is actually took so much longer than we thought the first time we did it. So the second time we did it, we actually allowed a week from when we took on a property to when we went live with guests booking in. Some people really seem to compete and get really excited about that. So it's like, oh, how fast can I actually do this? Hi, Desmond. Good to see you. Uh, So some people are like, oh, yeah, I did it in three days. And it's like, whoa. But I don't know if I can cope with the stress of that. But I I like the excitement because it's actually my favourite bit, setting up service department I love all of that so I've got these seven tips that would just help make it a smooth transition and lots of fun as well because it's very creative it's all about making the space look really good but also thinking about what your guests really want you know what's going to help them what they're going to enjoy when they're there so that's actually my first tip so the first thing is to really think about meeting your guests needs what they need and what they really would love to have in order to make them think, wow, this is great, this is amazing, and I'm going to come back. So that's the first thing. I'm just going to do a summary initially. Um, The second thing is your vision. So you may have a particular uh, take on interior design or you may have a particular type of house or apartment. So ours are quite modern and we just wanted something really quite light, suitable for corporates, but I don't know, a bit fun and nice and clutter-free. So just think about your vision, what you want in there. And third thing is planning. 
So make sure you plan. So it's like a countdown, really, from when you take the apartment on to when you go live, because obviously that's costing you money and you're not making any money. So you've got guests in there. And so, hi, Kathy. Hi, Charlotte. Good to see you. And the other thing is to really bear in mind that before you take the property on, there are various things you can do in advance of that. So I'll tell you what those are. And so the fourth thing is your budget. So I'm really into shopping. Since reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad quite a long time ago, I realised I'm quite keen on buying things called doodads, which are things that actually just burn a hole in your pocket. You just spend money on them. So I had to be really careful that I don't overspend. So that's one thing. Also, your spreadsheet helps you decide what's really important and it becomes your inventory as well. So it's a whole sort of information base if you if you set it up the way we set it up. So it's got a really good, strong process to it. And the other thing is that you need to work out your delivery of your linen as well as things like your furniture. So you need to get that sorted. So how are you going to do that? You have to decide about that. Oh, yeah. And I was just going to talk about photography as well, because it's really important to have professional photos. So that really gives an amazing look to your apartments, you know, online on the online travel agents. And what you want to be doing is to be able to recreate that look every time you have cleaners come in which is merging into another aspect of your essay but once you're actually set up you want to have your professional photos done so it will look really awesome every time so let's go into this in a little bit more detail so meeting your guest needs so key thing to think about is who are your guests and you know do they need um, lots of high-end things like coffee machines Um, Do you need to invest in that kind of thing? We actually have really nice organic tea bags and we do actually have instant coffee. Shh, don't tell anyone. Because we just don't really have the need to have a machine. Well, no one said so at the moment. But I know if you're in London and things like that, you really need to focus on that kind of thing if you've got the high-end look. Whereas contractors potentially don't need quite so much as we were put in our apartments. So we go for corporates. And so we go for a few additional things that contractors might not be fussed about. You know, we have Egyptian cotton linen, things like that. So you need to think about what's going to make the guest really happy and want to come back. And it might not just be the way it looks. It's how it actually is as an experience when they're there. So they realise that they've got to iron a shirt for the next morning when they have a meeting have you actually got an ironing board and an iron that work, you know, and can they find it? All that kind of thing. So it's it's everyday existence type things, but it's also things that make them feel good. Broadband, obviously, you know, more important than water, as I mentioned before. So you've got to really make sure that you've got uh, really decent broadband. And we have things like a soundbar and a TV that's um, Virgin Media. So just think about your guests And that will help you to decide what your service accommodation is going to be like. Who is it actually aimed at? What are they going to expect on a daily basis? That's because you're providing a service that's really valuable. Hi, Gary. Hi, Robert. And I don't know if I said hi, Kathy. Good to see you. Uh, So if you have your whole vision of how how it looks, it needs to tie in with what they want. 
but you need to just really think what do I actually want to create here so your vision and your value that you're offering to people is what they're exchanging money and how you make profit so that it ties in so your values have to be really aligned with what you want to offer your guests so it's not just about the things that are in the apartment it's how are you actually going to run it how are you going to actually set it up and make it easy for them because the whole idea is to be congruent really in what you're offering a guest so they're going to be willing to pay a certain amount for the value they perceive they get and if they arrive and the place looks stunning and it's really comfortable the booking process was easy they could check in easily and they don't get lost down some labyrinth looking for a key or have to go to a shop that then isn't open you know you think about the whole thing the whole sort of system but once they're in the actual place and you've actually set it up you just want them to be able to find the wi-fi code find all the toiletries in case they've forgotten theirs we provide those and just feel relaxed or if they've got to do work have a place that they can work plug things in easily for example we once had a guest who thought we didn't have a socket for her to plug in her hairdryer and it was like oh no she sent she'd actually put a review on booking.com because she hadn't said she couldn't find it and we hadn't met her because we were meeting and greeting a lot at the time to get good reviews and also to help people obviously but the socket was behind the dressing table and she just didn't know because it was too close to the wall bless her so you know make sure people know where they can plug things in easily charge their ipads iphones various devices just to make life good for them and then they'll say oh this is great i love it and we also provide welcome packs displayed in certain ways so you'll think about that when you're setting up your apartment and those kind of things are just nice touches that make guests feel like they're welcome and oh they really thought about this so you know they go to make a cup of tea and there actually is a tea bag there is some milk to go in it they don't then have to you know arrive with all their bags and then rush out to the shops straight away so just things to ease them in and just a whole uh, look to the apartment is what we were going for so because I'm an artist and uh, you can see one of my pictures actually behind and the angle makes it look wonky but don't worry about that but I love um, having paintings on the wall and that's what we decided we were going to do with our service accommodation as well so we have all different pictures up on the walls and it also interestingly helps with the acoustics of a room so you know if you decorate or move out of your house it sounds really echoey when a room is empty, everything echoes. So once you put mirrors and you put pictures up on the wall, it makes a huge difference. Actually, the sound, you know, the uh, echo really reduces and it just feels nicer, a bit more relaxed because we do have wooden floors which don't really absorb any sort of echoey noise. Um, so carpeted bedrooms, a bit calmer, I guess. I don't know, it's just sound makes people feel a certain way, doesn't it? So it's how it looks, feels and smells as well. So we have amazing scent sticks that Sarah, my supervisor, she sorts those out. And they're um, not a naked flame and they don't spill anywhere, but they just make the place smell lovely. Because if it's immaculately clean, which it is, it's just nice if there's a nice aroma, but not too intense. You know, you don't want to plug in air freshener that 
knocks you over and sort of really artificial. So we just want to make the whole experience for our guests a nice wow factor when they walk in, amazingly easy, very comfortable. And so that helped us plan exactly what we were going to put in the apartments because there was no furniture. There's a built-in kitchen area in the living room. We had luxury bathrooms actually so really lucky with those so they've got stone tiles on the floor and the walls and amazing showers and towel rails so there's not a lot to do in there but we do have a few touches in there just to make it a bit more personal a nice rack people can put things in but just to make it really easy to be there easy to check in easy to check out so that's our vision and so Think about yours and how you want it to look. You may have a really personal style you want to stamp on it. You may hate that sort of thing and want to outsource it to somebody. There are loads of companies who um, you can outsource it to as well. So there are lots of different people who love that kind of thing. So they'll set it up for you. So you just need to tell them what you want and work out ideas bearing your guest in mind. So the third thing, and... This isn't really my forte and I did have to have a bit of help from Pete, my husband, on this because planning and really looking at your timescale is very, very important. So you have to work backwards from when you want to go live, so when you want guests to actually start arriving. And you can, if you can get some good photos, um, so maybe from previous apartments, maybe from colleagues or your property stages you can get good photos and actually put the details on booking.com and other um, online travel agents and your own website early so maybe as much as six weeks before you actually go live and also tell other people in the area you know like we can tell companies in the area when we're going to have new apartments so like an estate agent around the corner they kept asking me for two bedroom apartments and we only had one bed apartments up until April and so as soon as I knew we were going to have two bedroom apartments I was like right so it's soon and actually they were our first clients with a two and a half month booking which was awesome so just start telling people before long before and then once you have a date so it depends if you're rent to rent or managing for somebody or I guess actually the landlord or or owner in that case would be doing the setup and then you take it on for them. So, But you'd have to liaise with them about their schedule. Um, so if you're rent-to-rent like us or if you have your own property and you're going live at a certain point, then work backwards from that date to book in things like your furniture. So we decided we were going to actually lease our furniture for three years And that is really good because what it means is that you can have it as an operating cost rather than as a capital outlay. And so over three years, we pay monthly for our furniture. And that's really good because it means after three years, we'll be able to actually replace that and it'll keep it looking really new and fresh. Hi, Chrissy. Hi, Sally. And so we decided to do that, but it meant that we had to decide what furniture was going to go in the service accommodation ahead of time, obviously. And so will it fit? So me being me just thinks, oh, yeah, I want this, I want this. I didn't actually need a wardrobe, luckily, because we have built in ones. So that kind of thing. When you go around the property, it's always good to measure up, see what's there. Do you need curtains? Will you need lampshades? Probably those two things. Sometimes you might 
If you're working with somebody who has a partly furnished property, maybe their furniture would work as well. So really it's good to assess exactly what you need without cluttering up the place, but so that people can live really comfortably, you know, maybe have a desk or table to work at, dressing table, and somewhere to eat as a group. If you've got, you know, we can have up to six people in our apartment. That's two beds, four people in our one bed. So somewhere to eat and uh, all the nice fully equipped kitchen. So you've got all the kitchen utensils, you've got all your tableware, cutlery, etc., glassware, all of those things. You can actually add that to your lease, by the way. You don't have to go and buy all of those from Ikea or anywhere. Ikea are great for lots of things. Um, and other stores are available, like Dunelm's, also awesome, loads of places. But yeah, we decided on the lease because it means that we can refresh things more easily as well. And as I said, the operating cost works great. So with the guys we bought it from, we actually got it from Fusion, but I did get other quotes because other companies like Sublime, for example, have amazing furniture, let us furnish, all sorts of places they will help you through your quote and kind of their experience. So they could say, well, do you want zip link beds? Are you going to want to separate the beds, that is, into two singles? Are you going to want to just have doubles? Because some people only want one configuration of beds, so you don't have to have so much linen. But we decided we'd have zip link and that means we can separate it because sometimes you get families who are uh, maybe siblings stay so they might not want a king size so we decided we'd go for any configuration that anybody wanted and actually that's worked pretty well recently we've had to change to singles quite a lot with um sofa bed in the living room all that kind of thing so you can figure that out in advance so furniture you want to schedule in linen something else you need to decide where you're going to get that from we decided on Stallbridge, so national company. Some people love them, some people hate them, and some people are in between. I'm more in the love them type um, arena because they are brilliant. Hi, Nisha. Good to see you. And they are actually great. We do have things we have to return. It just comes off um, what you're paying. So sometimes things will arrive and they have marks on them. So we just send them back and you don't pay for that. And we've had one or two times where things haven't quite arrived when they're supposed to or we've got somebody else's even. But they sort it out really fast. They're really good like that. And it's beautiful Egyptian cotton linen. It's got a satin stripe on it and it looks fantastic. And you can accessorise it. It's white, but you can accessorise it with all sorts of things. I will do another podcast all about linen and cleaning, I think, because it's a really key thing. You know, people want it to be really nice, clean and and the whole process to work well. But you need to make sure you're going to have your linen because whatever you're going to have when your guests arrive has to be there. And it's a really good idea to um, make sure it's ready at least the day before or maybe the morning before arrivals for your photographer to come. So that's another thing we come to is one of the seven points. So for your planning, you want to think about when you take the property on, how long it's going to take you to install all of your furniture. In the case of um, the guys Fusion, they're awesome because they just bring it all up to something like the fourth floor if you happen to have an apartment on the fourth floor with no lift. Oh, yeah, we do. Um, so one of ours is on the fourth floor and they brought everything up. They're amazing. They help you unpack. They take away all the rubbish. So that's really good. We had a day planned for them. And then after that, you can do all your own furnishings, you know, the 
Cushions, of course. Cushion. It's a handy cushion. How to have cushions available. I love cushions. That's one thing I could buy far too many of. So after that, it's all like your finishing touches, you know, all your lampshades, all your various little ornaments, making sure you've got your welcome guide in there. And it, it takes so long to set everything up. And I was amazed the first time we did it. It literally, I think, because the apartments weren't quite finished, it looks like it took us a month, but I think it took us two and a half to three weeks to set up the first time. And even then, it was a real rush in the last few days and our daughters helped us. It was just myself and Pete. But when we set up our two two beds, it was great. Oh, thanks, Chrissy. When we set up our two two beds, we had the help of my supervisor and cleaners as well. So they were like making beds and helping a lot. So we actually managed to do two two beds in a week, which I thought was a bit stellar. I didn't know if it was possible, but it was and it was great. So as well as that for your planning, you just need to make sure that you've got everything that people are going to see when they arrive in place for your photos. So you just work down from, you know, all the things you're going to order from all these shops, which brings me to my next point is you need to have a spreadsheet. And this is where Pete was particularly good, because apart from the planning aspect, he created a spreadsheet, which is brilliant because we put all of the furniture on there that we needed. We put all of the other furnishings. So like curtains, if we needed a rug, which we occasionally did if we needed, um, you know, all the bare essentials that you need. So all your duvets, mattress protectors, all of your cushions, all of your things like hair dryers, the kitchen equipment, actually most of it did come from Fusion. But then there were extra things like a grater because people needed things like that, a garlic press. So thinking of your guests and their experience, what they're going to want, those were a couple of extra things that... I don't think we had. So all of these things, you want to list everything in Excel. So I just had a list of absolutely everything. Mostly it was copy and pasted from websites. So Next, also really good. Um, But Dunelm, Fab, The Range are really good. I mean, there are lots of other places, all sorts of places you can get stuff, as you all know. And it's brilliant fun. Yeah, Ikea, obviously. What you want to be doing is doing it according to your guests kind of expectations so your budget will be keep every pound as a prisoner so don't go excessive but don't have the cheapest thing that just will fall apart either so we do have some our Sainsbury's at home they're really good actually for a few cookware things as well because we had things like a jug was needed people were going to cook so just have a really big list of everything, um, how much it costs, how many you're going to get. So a multiplier of cost by the quantity, website of where it's from, because most of it I order online, do go shopping a little bit only with my list though, because otherwise I overspend and it's just not what you want to be doing. And then we had this procedure that Pete worked out it's called Moscow I think so I just have to read this off because I won't remember so the first thing is things that you must have so absolutely essential so like your bed duvet you're gonna have to have crockery and things that you should have as well so they're not absolutely you can't run without it but they're things that you should really have Um, then could have Um, so if you want to make it a bit nicer you feel that actually you want an extra ornament and other things 
that are nice to have, but you won't have them. So sometimes I had ideas about things I wanted to have in the apartment, but actually it was just my idea. It wasn't actually going to really serve anyone in particular. I was just getting a bit carried away. So those turned into nice things to have to won't have. The things that I could have, usually I didn't because it's, again, just not really adding value. Everything needs to add value to the guests. And the things that you should have, so that's going to vary with the quality of things that you have. So you're going to have a, say, a doormat um, always if you're coming in from the outside. But, um, you know, do you want to go a little bit further and have those ones that no dirt comes off your shoes as you go through? You know, it's that kind of thing. And then you've also got things that you must have, like fire blankets, for example, for your health and safety And uh, that's another point, actually, set your apartment up so that it is great for your guests to move around in and you're not going to have any blocked areas because you want to conform to all the health standards, health and safety standards. Um, So when you have your fire risk assessment, everything is good. So you need to think about where your storage of items is as well. So as well as all your ornaments, all of your furniture, furnishings, throws, pictures on the wall. And so I rent my art to our service department. So my pictures are on the wall, canvases and framed pieces as well. We do have some ornaments, but not an excessive amount because what I noticed is that guests actually just tend to put them on the side so they don't break them. Um, we do have flowers. Okay. So I guess that's something should have, could have, should have. Really, in an ideal world, maybe you might feel you want to have real plants. I don't know. I think that's nice to have, really. But we thought we should have flowers that look nice, but not replacing real ones every week. It's a high cost and they get manky really fast. So we've got artificial flowers that are gorgeous from Dunelm and Ikea. And they're really nice. And people don't initially notice that they're artificial, but they look great anyway. So they probably do notice at some point, but they look lovely because plants have that whole I don't know just some kind of aesthetic that makes the place nice so the spreadsheet is helping you there to determine exactly what you must get and then with the should haves that helps you determine what you're definitely going to get so then you need to make sure you order all these things in time for your photography day, for your guest's arrival, but not so soon that you haven't taken on the apartment and you've got three tonnes of stuff, like, I don't know, five flat fulls of of possessions that you can't store anywhere. So there's a bit of a balance. One thing that happened to us, actually, is when we had things delivered for the first three, it was a completely new address because they were new builds. That meant we weren't listed anywhere, so nobody could deliver to that property. So it was a bit of a nuisance. You had to have it all delivered to our house. So if you can, once you've taken on the property, whether it's signing your lease agreement or whether you know your refurbishment is finished of your own property, have it delivered there. Just have it delivered there. <laughs> so that really helps, and it helps with the unpacking and management of all your stuff. Otherwise, it just makes sure you've got a big car. So with your budget, that is helped with your must-have, should-have. So you know how much you're spending in advance of buying it. So you can go through it, pare down whether you're being excessive or not. So it really helps you see what you're spending on your furniture, what you're spending on your furnishings and all of your kitchen stuff, all of your bathroom stuff. 
So, for example, with the bathroom, we didn't go for any cabinets because there weren't cabinets in the bathroom. And it's they're lovely stone bathrooms, so you don't want to be drilling holes everywhere. We decided just to get these really simple um, stainless steel racks that people could just put all their bits and bobs in, but it doesn't clutter up the whole wall, so it still looks nice and spacious in there. And then we had a fun kind of plaque on the wall that just made it more personal. And so you can tell how much you're going to spend to set up your apartment and you go shopping for it and you don't buy things you don't need to get. And you can also put all your consumables on there. So bin bags, washing up liquid, cleaning stuff. And so that it depends. If you have a cleaning company, you won't need that. But you will need washing up liquid for your guests. We don't have anything out that is hazardous. So we literally only give them washing up liquid and toiletries little bar of soap in the bathroom and things like your little teas coffees cereals anything like that order those on time to be in your photos as well so we have our set up on a tray so people know what they're going to get before they come because they can see the pictures with those things in so your cafetiere on the side your knife block all that kind of stuff and but have everything pretty clear so you don't want to have loads of clutter everywhere And actually in our first photos, I made a mistake because we had our oven gloves and our tea towels on the um, rail of the oven. And actually it's better just to have those put away because everyone would anticipate you'd have those things. And they just look a little bit messy, so it's not quite so sleek in the photos. But that's okay. That was the learning. So you've got your budget sorted out and you've got your plan sorted out with your spreadsheet. So this spreadsheet is awesome. What you need to do is use that later. So that's my tip number five, I think we've got to. Planning was quite a long one. (laughs) Budget was on your spreadsheet and we've got five. So make sure when everything's delivered that you've got a whole process of what you're going to do in what order so you don't end up doing things twice because you might end up setting up your cushions beautifully but then actually not all your furniture's come or it's wrong. So just make sure you do it in a logical way and make sure you've got your linen on time. So I said that. So deliveries and then setting everything out. You can get a maintenance person to come and do it for you. Honestly, I've been quite lucky so far because we were only doing two last time. We actually did it ourselves. That is actually not me personally that would be pete doing drilling because i just i drill into cables i literally do so it's best if i don't do that and sarah's husband john was amazing putting something together and sarah as well actually flat pack furniture if you've got anything extra because we have a storage area where we've got shelving for all our cleaning stuff so we planned where to store all our cleaning stuff linen all that kind of stuff Ottomans are great, little Ottomans. You can store extra linen and hoovers and all sorts of things in those. So sort out everything on your delivery. So then you're just setting up finally for your home run. So I think I've actually put two points together there, your delivery of um, all your items and your linen delivery. So sorry, we've actually got to number seven now. So it's just prepare for your photographer coming. Make sure you've got your cleaners in. So any dust and paraphernalia everywhere is got rid of and uh, your beds are made. You've got your cushions all set up on your beds and make sure that you've got everything looking the way you want it to look when your guests arrive so I mean 
if there's things that are slightly out of place, don't worry. But, you know, if you've got all your welcome tablet, have that in it. If you've got a guide to your apartment, have that in it so that when they come to your apartment and they've seen the photos online or on your website, whether it's booking.com, Airbnb or your own website or any other place that, you know, maybe they use Silver Door or other OTAs, they actually arrive and it looks as good or better than it looked uh, when they went to book it because you want that whole um, feeling of like oh thank goodness it's an amazing place and in fact it looks more than I ex- expected you want that over delivery shall we say hi Harry good to see you um, so you want to over deliver to people so if you have a photographer booked just make sure you talk to them all about any props you might put in there so I'll suggest putting things like our iPhones next to the bed to show that you can use that as an alarm or charge it he says maybe have the odd book around but don't overdo it you know a pair of glasses so you can imagine somebody living there but equally you might have photos with none of those things otherwise apart from that just have everything that you're going to provide in there and if you have different configurations of bed setups then have those photographs so we had photos of our single bed setup and of our king size bed setup and have a whole list of things that you like and chat through with the photographer before he or she actually arrives about what you'd like and ask them for any tips. So try and have somebody who's already a property photographer so they know how it works, how to get really good lighting. So do nighttime ones, daytime ones, and just think about how you want your whole service accommodation property to look inside and what you want to present to the world. I mean, some people take pictures on their iPhones, which is fine for a quick sort of reference, but I do think it's really important to have your professional photos done. So find somebody who's recommended to you in a, you know, local network, something like that. We've got a great guy, Andy, Andy Hannon, who's just awesome. And he's really into photography as well, and he loves it. So somebody who's passionate about it, it really helps you. So um, that was that. seven steps in the end I think I merged two together and planning is a really long one but uh, another time I will go more into the health and safety aspects as well because the type of furniture we ordered was crib five to help with the health and safety aspect of that because obviously heaven forbid you hope you're never going to have a fire but you want to be providing a level that's that's better than expected so we have a crib five certified furniture in our property so that's something to think about with your ordering as well so thanks so much for listening guys and any questions or comments that you've got regarding setting up your apartments and if there's anything I've missed off that you'd like to know about another time do let me know so I'm just going to summarize it quickly so the first thing is to make sure you're meeting your guest needs what kind of guests have you got concentrate on you know, thinking about what they're going to expect in your property. Have a vision of what your property is going to look like and the value that you're going to be given. How do you want to set it up? Plan everything. So have a time scale. Think about ordering your furniture. Are you going to buy it? Are you going to lease it? Is it going to come on time? Is it, you know, to the standard that you need it for your health and safety? Is it going to work in the configuration of your apartment? 
and that links in with your linen obviously think about when your photographer's going to come so have you advertised your property six weeks in advance so you know your guests can come as soon as your photographer leaves because that's really good start earning the money quickly and then have a spreadsheet so budget carefully list everything that you absolutely must have have some things that you feel you should have but don't have excessive nice to haves because that's just not going to add any value you know it's just a waste of time so just be careful that you don't go mad spending and that really regulates me but have everything that really does add value to your property so that's Spreadsheet helps you plan when things have arrived, whether they're installed, whether you've got problems with delivery, all that kind of thing. I'll actually be able to offer that to guys who subscribe to my podcast later because it's this really cool drop down function. You can just know at a glance whether things are actually in your property installed or whether they're actually out of stock and you've got to choose something else. So that really helps with that. And then later, you can turn that spreadsheet into a checkoff for your delivery of items and planning the order of putting everything in. But equally, you can turn it into your inventory as well. So I think that's the sixth thing. So the seventh thing is being ready for your photographer so that you can have amazing pictures and your property actually lives up to those expectations when the guests arrive. So thank you, guys. Uh, Thanks for listening. And I really look forward to seeing any comments you've got. Do go to my Facebook group, which is Service Accommodation Secrets. Uh, You can post on there so you can be added to that or I invite you. So drop me a message, direct message or comment below if you'd like me to do that. And uh, anything else that you'd like me to cover in my podcast. So I look forward to sharing more with you soon and look forward to learning together as well because I'm always learning. So thanks, guys. See you soon. Sharing the secrets of success.